Hi there, this is Anne Wynn, Associate Conference Producer with Cambridge Health Tech Institute. We're here for a podcast interview for the Engineering Expression Systems Conference, part of the 2015 PEGS Europe Summit happening in Lisbon, Portugal, this 2nd to 6th of November. We now have, live from Ireland, Dr. Niall Barron, Program Leader of Mammalian Cell Engineering at the National Institute for Cellular Biotechnology at Dublin City University. What was your path towards Cho Cell Line Engineering and ultimately to Dublin City University, and what's the environment there like for conducting your research. So originally I did a PhD in applied microbiology, looking at ways of producing bioethanol from waste cellulose material. So I've always had an interest in applying biology to solve scientific problems. I went on to do a postdoctoral studies in Baylor College of Medicine in Houston in the area of genome engineering. Upon my return to Ireland, I joined the staff at the National Institute for Cellular Biotechnology in Dublin City University to begin research in the area of biopharmaceutical production. My interest in molecular biology and genetic engineering was what attracted me to the area in the first place. It's also an extremely important industry here in Ireland. We're one of the major manufacturing locations globally for biopharmaceuticals, so most of the big biopharma companies have activity here, predominantly in biomanufacturing, less so cell line development, which is is usually done at, at headquarters or other sites, typically in North America or on mainland Europe. But it is an extremely important industry in Ireland, and our group in Dublin City University attempt to support that important industry by uh, undertaking the type of research we do in order to support it so that the industry here are actively seeking collaborations with locally based researchers to bolster their own reputation within their own organizations. So DCU has a quite a broad program in biotechnology generally with a particular focus on this area and my group predominantly focuses on improving various Cho cell characteristics so that we can improve the efficacy of them making recombinant protein therapeutics. What challenges, technical or otherwise, must still be overcome to accelerate recombinant protein production with existing and novel expression platforms? So I suppose that there's obviously been a lot of improvement in the Cho platform for biomanufacturing in the last few decades. And in particular, I suppose in the last number of years, we've had a draft genome sequence available. A lot of that has helped us gain a better understanding of the basics, I suppose, of, of Cho cell biology. However, a lot of the older, I suppose, or original challenges still remain. So, for example, Cho cell lines are notoriously genomically and phenotypically unstable. The biggest challenge that most companies face in, in finding good producers is just that, finding them within a large heterogeneous population of transfected cells. And once they have found a good producer with the characteristics that they're looking for, whether it be the particular critical product attributes or cell line behavior, it's often a concern that the cell line will continue to display those characteristics over time because instability is an ongoing problem. And that problem, as I say, still continues today. Predictability also is a challenge if a cell line development department is having more and more products being pushed onto it to develop cell lines to manufacture for early tox studies or early phase clinical trials. Predictability is important to ensure that they can meet the demands internally of the company so that they can guarantee cell lines being available within a particular period of time. Reproducibility also is a problem. So regulators, as we know, don't like to have any variance in the product that's being produced. And ideally, I suppose the holy grail would be to develop a cell line where 
whatever the product is of a particular class that you get a reproducible molecular entity out the other end of your process. And so a lot of those things are, are very aspirational still. Uh, there are a lot of groups, both in industry and academia, attempting to put essentially sets of tools and approaches together to try and address those challenges. Older, I suppose, challenges like productivity and cell growth are probably not as critical as they were. Many companies accept that maybe the levels of monoclonal antibodies in particular that they're able to to get from their processes are probably adequate. I don't believe any of them would refuse to accept higher levels if they could get them, but probably the levels of MAP production are are reasonably okay. It's some of the newer moieties, fusion protein and bispecifics and things like that that will really probably form the challenge going forward. And I suppose, again, looking towards medicines of the future, the the term personalized medicine has been around for a number of years now. And in particular, I suppose nowadays, we think about that being more stratification rather than personalization, where we can identify cohorts of patients that will benefit from a particular drug or a particular form of a drug more so than other cohorts, depending on, on the classification of disease they have. And in order to meet that kind of market where you may have multiple products, it would be highly desirable to perhaps have continuous production platforms, continuous downstream processes to purify your product and essentially convert the existing manufacturing infrastructure into genuinely multi-product sites, so so not just sites that will produce two or three different products, but perhaps tens of different products to meet market demand. What's the theme you'd like to convey to your audience when you present tailoring Cho cell metabolism via microRNA manipulation to boost recombinant protein productivity on the 3rd of November? I suppose the main theme that I would like to convey to the audience, and most of the audience I think are probably going to be aware of this, is that the biological system that is Cho cells that we've chosen to to use for the the production of these recombinant proteins is an inherently complex system. So it's a higher eukaryotic system, which means it's extremely complicated with multiple systems, multiple networks interacting. And indeed, many of the challenges I just mentioned come from that level of complexity. So one of the things I would try to convey in my talk, because I focus really on using a particular type of regulatory element known as a microRNA to manipulate a particular phenotype of interest to the industry. And the manipulation that I'm talking about ultimately results in improved protein productivity. But the question is, how does it do that? And this particular microRNA, which is known as microRNA23, based on our research, appears to enhance mitochondrial function within cells when its levels are depleted. So if you deplete microRNA23, in particular Cho cell lines, you enhance their ability to make protein, and we believe it's by enhancing the mitochondrial activity of those cells. And if you think about mitochondria, you're really talking about the engine room of the cell. And to me, it makes sense that boosting the efficiency or the output of the engine room should ultimately result in in a boost in productivity one way or the other, whether it be via cell growth or specific uh, protein productivity. So that's one aspect of one of the ways we can look upon improving Cho cells is to look at the engine. Other people believe that we should also look at other instrumentation within that particular platform, if you like to use the analogy of a car. And indeed, all those approaches coming together, I believe, are what the way forward is, including some of the more advanced systems biology approaches that there's a lot of interest in now and really tweaking networks and building small artificial networks within the cells to, again, reach that goal of more efficient production systems. Thanks so much for sharing some of your experiences and insights with us, Niall. Excellent. Pleasure. 
That was Dr. Niall Barron of Dublin City University. He'll be speaking during the Engineering Expression Systems Conference at the 7th Annual PEGS Europe in Lisbon, Portugal, happening the 2nd to 6th of November. To learn more from Dr. Barron, visit www.pegsummiteurope.com for registration info and enter the key code podcast. This is Anne Wynn. Thanks for listening.